1: the Jason and show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Shannon in for uh, Jason and Don while they're out enjoying their vacation, hanging out with Lex and Kenny. You know, I uh, don't know how big of an art fan you are, Alexis. Like, do you love going to our local art museums? Yes, I do. Okay, mm-hmm. I do. I love it. Yeah, I have a good time there as well. Um, uh, and I think that. You know, I have some friends who are visual artists, you know, who are painters and into those kind of things, and I greatly respect what they do. Uh, I am not one of those people who will lean into art and go, okay, I get that, and it totally, it doesn't matter. I kind of want art. To make sense mm, and not okay. only be a statement, so that's why when I fall, saw found this uh, not really story, not into the abstract, not into the abstract, okay. not into the abstract. I'm like, I want to look in and go, oh, look, it's a unicorn or it's a flower or something like that, or there's a reason. Um, I'm not just gonna go, okay. If it's too far out there. And that's what I kind of considered with this story. Uh, There was a museum in Denmark. And so they had uh, created or they had made a deal with this particular Danish artist. And they were going to give him eighty four thousand dollars to create a work of art to basically recreate two of his most popular pieces. And he was going to recreate them for this particular museum. They happened to be pieces that were um, talking about the economy and what goes on if you are a worker and those kind of things. That's what he had before. And these pieces of art actually Mm. included physical money in the art. So there's paint, there was things oh, on there, there was colors, yeah. all these things, and actually like some dollars included into it. It was a very like three dimensional looking pieces of art. That's what this museum said. Recreate that and oh, we cool. would do that.
4: And probably that eighty four grand covered maybe some of those
1: those that bills. plus yeah so there's gonna be some of the eighty four grand was supposed to be in the actual art yeah. that he was creating. And they gave him these banknotes that they were going to use for that. Now that's what they said they asked for. Okay. Instead what they got were two completely blank canvases. Did he at least gesso them? Nope. They're just completely <laughs> blank canvases. Yeah, I like that you used that word. I'm surprised that I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. Just for I anybody like else, other, Yeah. Yep, so, I, I was glad. Was rocketing I'm like,
5: over my head. I
1: was surprised. I was like, I should pause because I knew what she <laughs> meant and nobody else did. So, <laughs> There's a layer of, just like a base, like a primer. Yeah, you know, I know. A layer. Yeah, I like you. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, so, nope, nope. Nope. None of they're that. Just, just they're blank. just framed wow. framed blank canvases. Okay. And he sent them with a note that had the title of the work, and the title of the work of these two blank canvases, $84,000, take the money and run.
5: Mm, brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Yes.
1: <laughs> I thought
5: brilliant. you would get it. I thought you would. <laughs> Sorry, but that's that That's balls. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 So this particular artist, Jens, is known for his conceptual <laughs> and artivistic art with a humoristic touch. He and did it. The, 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 the guy in charge of the museum said. And he gave us that. But it's also a bit of a wake-up call, as everyone knows and wonders, where did the money go? Is what they're so politely saying, this Danish museum. And so what they're saying also (laughs) is that, okay, that's cool for now. Like, they're kind of on board for it. Like, they're not living it completely. They're kind of on board for it. Yeah, because
4: when would we ever be talking about this art museum? Right.
1: And so, technically, they had said that some of the money was supposed to come back, the ones that weren't actually used in the art. So he hasn't broken Broken the contract yet because the contract oh. said that they would get the money back by January 16th, 2022. <laughs> so, so they're kind of so the fact that's what I think is fascinating that it's like a loan, they're salty, but they because they are so supportive of artists and they want to buy into him being able to just be his most artistic self. Is this There's, artistic or was he just like, oh crap? Ex- my deadline is soon. <laughs> no, just. I feel like he,
4: he's like, got
5: a gambling debt to take care of. And
4: he's like <laughs> right, he's he like, actually I don't have time to be pay- painting, do three dimensional painting of bills and stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, what I love about it is that he like the the artist himself went in to like super explain what it was and 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 that like there's all these reasoning behind art he goes the artwork is essentially about the working conditions of the artist. It's a statement saying that we also have responsibility of questioning the structures that we're part of. And if these structures are completely unreasonable, we must break them. But you didn't put that on a note. You need to put that on a note next to the two blank canvases so that me, the layman You walk in there going, what the heck? Instead of just going, well, that's not done to, get in here? <laughs> to look at that. I need to have the subtext <laughs> then printed out or there needs to be like, it needs to be like four dimensional where there's two blank canvases and then the artist's voice is going, the artwork essentially is about working the conditions <gasps> of the oh. artist. Like if there was a voiceover you that told me, about this. you know, <laughs> it can be a marriage, your work. It can be part of any type of societal structure. You know, if I, if I need to know that, Instead of me just looking at the canvas and going, I don't get it. Because I feel like that happens to me a lot when I go to the walker. I hope this makes your stand-up act.
4: (laughs) You have got to talk about this. And just imagine you walking in and just like... (laughs)
1: What the hell? Am I dumb? Because that's what it happens a lot. It's like, I went with my friend to the walker, and there's certain things that I look at, and I'm like, am I dumb? Because I don't <laughs> get this. And then there's a note on the wall, and I go look at the note, and I go, oh. Because oh. sometimes I'm like, dude, you can't just expect me to know. And I know that that's part of it sometimes, is that you're supposed to be able to sit there and discuss it with a partner, or, or just think on it and ruminate and see how you feel. Yeah. I get that. But I'm... I'm not that into art that I'm going, well, it's just whatever I think it is. And so I just appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was that person because that's deep and meaningful. It means you're a good human being. I'm just not I'm just going to absorb this and see how I feel. <laughs> and then just go, okay, what emotionally, how does it, how does it touch me? Am I moved <laughs> well, by, by looking at these two blank canvases? How am I supposed to know that looking at these two blank canvases is essentially about the working conditions of the artist? How do I know that?
4: You know, kind of I almost thing. wish that he just kept him blank and there's no explanation. You could just sit there and go, mm.
1: but then if they just kept him blank and you knew he made eighty four thousand dollars for it, wouldn't you be a little mad?
4: Oh yeah, see? I mean, I still am a little <laughs> bit just thinking about even with this little statement. But at the same time, it's genius, you know, right? When you know it, you
5: have to be the only person you can get mad at is yourself for not doing it first. The guy's brilliant,
1: but the this whole is thing tough. is that it's brilliant because he did all of the pre work. So if he yeah. hadn't done like that's yes. the whole thing, like we couldn't do it. Yeah. T- Today, like i have a friend that suddenly wants to do nfts right and i'm like who's gonna pay us for this (laughs) nft because we haven't done anything before where we can go now here's why just the virtual version of this that you could say you own it's so important. I'm like, we didn't do anything yeah. before.
5: Yeah. Wasn't one it's... of the first a- NFTs actually blank? I think it yes, was, wasn't it?
1: But it was blank yeah. by someone who did a bunch of other stuff, so even their <laughs> blank is important. <laughs> their blank makes sense. My blank, is <laughs> not something. important. Our I have no blank. blank. My blank, just blank. Your-
5: yeah, your blank game, weak. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Yeah. My blank game is Nil. the worst. It's oh. just low, low-level blank game. Oh. But That's this a, dude. It's a good
4: reminder, though, that I need to get back into a, a museum, an art museum. I have not been in so long, but it's one of those things that I have to do by myself. I, I just need to, to sit walk there through. and
1: just walk through. See, now oh, you leave perfect. me alone. Yeah. I oh. yeah, I I I walk with the person and they try and explain say I have a I'm so gullible. My friend just made it up like that's a tr- <laughs> you don't you see all of the hidden pictures in it? And I'm like, I don't see it. And He's like, he was kidding. And I'm like <laughs> He's like it's magic. Exa- exactly. I'm like I'm so dumb. So, <laughs>
5: uh, about um, the only time that we argue uh <laughs> in my house, the roommate and I mm-hmm. is during uh, Antiques Roadshow. Okay. And the art and the prices on the art. Are you uh, usually
1: lowballing she, them or putting them I, higher?
5: I, I highball them, and she thinks they're all worth $5. <laughs> and she has no artistic taste whatsoever, <laughs> and I think almost everything I see is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Just oh, this is brilliant. I'd pay a thousand dollars for this. You got
1: that piece of crap? I could do that myself.
5: You know $10. what I mean? Like,
1: Maybe you could, <laughs> but did you? You
5: could, but right, did you? Right. Right. <laughs> yes.
4: Right. That's what I always say too, when any kind of project. Right. Yeah, it's like, and I usually, could.
1: I am very, I give a lot of license to visual artists because I can barely draw stick figures. So when they can do this, like I have a friend right now that I'm going to buy a thing from them. I really appreciate that. So I, I just want it to be a thing though. So no, I'm not paying $84,000 for you to just make a statement. That's a okay. really expensive statement.
5: All right. Do you know Jackson Pollock? Yes. And, you know, his drip yeah. So and his drip.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Would,
5: do you feel that his work is worth millions and millions and millions? Mm. Ooh,
4: good question.
5: There's, By the way, there's one hanging in the Weisman on the U of L. Mm.
4: And, and if you look on the side of it, the paint is so thick.
1: Can I say? It takes forever to dry. No. Not oh, that good. much, you know, kind of thing. No. Yeah, because you, you could splatter paint. Is that what you're thinking? I, I, I would not, though. <laughs> but I have a friend, my friend Cocozello. When she's like, I'm doing drip paintings now. I'm like, You, uh, you what? Oh, yeah, that's a big
4: thing right now. You're right. right. So
1: he's doing it. And so that's why I say no, because he would come to me and go, It's $200. I'm like, I'm not giving you $200. And so I can't by scale say that this Pollock is available for a million dollars.
5: But they literally cannot be copied. No. True. You yeah, can't very true. One of a kind. Uh, I, Each one is a, a one of a kind, brilliant work of art. Like and a I grain think, of sand. Like, yeah, I love I've got like a ton of Pollock books okay. and coffee table Pollock books. And I just love Pollock. And I think, yeah, that I, in my opinion, they're worth it. Yep. Okay. All yep. right.
1: Same. Yeah, but I mean, but I think that's the hardest thing about art. Because I was at a, I was, yes. I hosted a charity fundraiser yes. last night, and we were talking about the two things that are hard to sell if you're at a chair at a benefit. Oh yeah, what do you, what do you think? Art, is? oh okay. art, and jewelry. Unless you are specifically at an art related event. Or a jewelry or fashion-related event because it's so subjective. So if you're at a thing, like last night I was at a thing for the Friends of the Mississippi River. So it's supporting a completely different cause that is not art-related. So if you have something, it's like, it's not that this isn't a value. You just don't know that 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 demographic is there. The because they came there alcohol? to talk about something else.
4: The wine
1: experientials, yeah. like something like whatever is whatever it is that passes. you're into, or if you're talking about the river and excuse uh, and uh, hanging out with a historian that has something to do with the river, mm. you know, or if you're doing an art thing, having art be there. If you're, you know, if you're, you know, whatever it is. You know, if you're if it's a food related thing, hanging out with a celebrity chef, those things go a lot. You know, I think it's finding something in tune with whatever it is that you're talking about. So uh, uh, an art related benefit would attract people like Kenny, who's like, really get it. Yeah. Art will go for what it's worth. When if it's me and Lex, we're like, "Uh." Yeah, it doesn't How about I give on you one fifty, how much did the canvas cost you? You know, kinda of thing. How much time? How long did it take you? You know, kinda of yes. which these are not questions that matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't just, matter how long it took them to do it. It could have taken them twenty minutes not, and it's still brilliant. It's it doesn't not matter how Exactly. Come on. Yeah. And so
4: I but it's it's you know, did your back get into it, it Yeah, did you get kind okay. of thing? How long did it take you to wash your that's hands? Worth did hundreds. you have to use the
1: turpentine? What did you have to use? You know, and so all of these questions that are Completely inconsequential to whether uh, inconsequential to whether the art is of value or not. You just can't have dummies like me go and do it.
4: Yes. It. <laughs> <laughs> a dummy like you, Shannon Paul is joining us this morning. <laughs> Got a text from a friend going, Who's that with you guys this morning? Yeah, Jason and Don are off this uh, morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: mm-hmm. So we are here, and we are going to go on a break now, and then we get to get joined by our other friend, Elizabeth Reese, right, for our extended Dirt Alert. So I am Miss Shannon. That is Alexis. Kenny is with us as well, and we'll be right back here on My Talk 107.1.
2: A great smile is worth a million bucks, right, friends? How about 10 million? Sure, Lex.
3: But does it have to cost a million bucks?
2: Not if your dentist is Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental. She's the best. Dr. Amy is also one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota.
3: And doesn't she
4: take, like, a million hours of continuing education classes every year just to stay up to
2: date? Yeah, well, not a million, but at least 75 hours. She's the best. And she really wants to help all of you get the best smile possible.
3: Now through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. You will love the way you look with your new smile and you get to save money while doing it. It's so easy. Just go to
4: Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request.
2: It's the perfect time to get a new smile with fall events right around the corner, you know? And be sure to let the team know you heard about Hughes Dental from your friends at My Talk.
3: Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com.
2: This is a My Talk dirt alert.
3: It's the Jason and
1: Alexis show. Even though Jason and Don are out, and I am Miss Shannon hanging in with Alexis and Kenny, we still have Elizabeth yes. Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, my sweet peas. Hello. It's nice to hear your voices this morning. Yes, you sound Ooh. lovely and bright. I was so excited. I've been looking at my grid all morning oh. going, Elizabeth is going to be joining us. Oh,
0: you're the sweetest, Miss Shannon. I feel exactly the same way. And um, yeah, I got a coffee. And- yes. I nice. got like a nice Friday planned. I let sent the kids off to school mm-hmm. and said, um, okay, guys, we'll do pizza and movie night tonight on oh. Friday. You know, it's getting dark a little bit earlier. Right. And, and it's so, been a week,
4: right? <laughs> and it's been a week. And do you yeah. already know what
0: you're going to watch tonight? We haven't decided yet. Okay. So if anybody has any suggestions, we've watched a lot. But if there's any like new movie, kids movies, we've been into Vivo okay. the last um, few oh. weeks, which has been a good one. Do you, have you watched that one? Max? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. you and Angel would love it. The music is over the top great. And you guys it's are so good
4: Appropriate for your kids because that's out. Oh, it might too. be. Yeah. Because how no, listen, old are your I kiddos kids, again?
0: They're uh, six and four. And okay. Then the baby. Okay. Um. But. Yeah, I, I don't think that one's too bad.
4: I, I think, think that i might always, be
0: okay. I had all these movies, you guys, that I was like, my kids could never watch that. Like, that's too intense. And then Steve Patterson, of all people, is constantly telling me about these, like, adult movies that his kids are watching. <laughs> not that, really. That was an exaggeration. But, um, And then I'm like, okay, well, if Steve does it, <laughs> yeah. then I'll do it. If Steve Pruderson is okay with it, then it's okay with <laughs> my it's kids. Okay. Um, And so then I kind of push it a little bit. And
1: they, like, I mean, they liked, we watched Jurassic Park, and they were into it. <laughs> but oh. I think they can distance from that. Like, I wouldn't have them watch Venom because that's right. just. You know, yeah, it's or just Squid
4: some, Game. Don't, let don't watch, watch that. Squid Game. Yeah, okay. don't have them watch Squid no, no, Game. No, no, oh, yeah. No, no. no, no.
1: Steve told me about that oh, one, I, too. I, don't I,
4: watch. I, I, I got trapped yesterday, Elizabeth. I watched four episodes. I can't stop. Oh, it's I'm it's not so, starting that either. But it's so disturbing. But I don't I just know can't. anything about it. Oh my, oh my
1: gosh. gosh! Yeah, we just had a whole conversation oh, about it. It is great. this amazingly disturbing Korean drama um, that is full of murder and mayhem, and that's the main premise of the show. Yeah. Oh People man!
4: Down on their yeah. luck, and they play childhood games. Listen, like that's, to try and win I am, millions of dollars. I
0: am so like I love any. Kind of Korean media that comes mm-hmm. out, like um, okay, tell K-pop? me the name of the movie that yeah, K-pop I think is so <laughs> fun. But the movie that was out about the family that worked for the other family, um, and it won all these awards just oh, a few years ago. Um, I'm still like haunted by it. And okay, Minari.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, oh, Parasite,
4: Parasite, Parasite.
1: Parasite. Thank you, mm-hmm. Parasite. Because was wonderful. and my mm-hmm. my sister lived in Korea for us, so I like the music side of it. My mom watches all the Korean dramas, which are very involved. Like even the Korean yeah. comedies have like. Super involved, like sad moments. So I'm not surprised that they were willing to go there with Squid Game. For
0: sure. Because okay, media interesting. just is different. And, and I'm so- fascinated by K Beauty. Like, I always mm-hmm. love mm. all of the, all of like the on you know just like cutting-edge beauty things are always coming out of korea always right i think
1: it's a very fascinating culture and and the differences that certain cultures focus on yeah not that we don't have beauty bloggers and don't have this but the way that certain cultures go no we're going to make this part of our entire culture like the way uh korea did with k-pop and go no we're going to make this a machine and a national treasure but that then also I think is kind of it can
0: have a dark side too. Like everything great has a dark side. True, true. No matter where you mm-hmm. are, I right? think
1: it's similar. Like yep. when you would see some of the stories about the way that they would work on K-pop is similar to a lot of things where we'd have about you know trying to create professional athletes from the fact the, from the, from when a child's four. Well, and
0: even look at like in <laughs> sync, you know, yeah. like look mm-hmm. at how they Boy went dance. to war with their
1: yeah. manager right. and all of that. Um, oh, yeah.
0: You yes. know, it's interesting stuff. Hey, I did want to tell you, Cody Rigsby, who is the Peloton instructor yes. who's paired yes. with Cheryl Burke on Dancing yeah. with the Stars, he did now test positive for COVID. Oh. So they're the kind time of navigating that, which hopefully means that it's... Yeah, better. Yeah, but he's been vaccinated, so and he's got like his antibodies and all of that kind of stuff. So, so that's hopefully it's good not thing. that bad. Hopefully, yeah. it's not that
1: bad. But can I just tell you that I was disappointed that a Peloton instructor was on? Or Peloton stuff? instructors are celebs, and I, I will tell know, you, Miss Shannon, I-, I read a whole fascinating <laughs> article about Peloton
0: about how when they were searching for instructors, they were telling them like you're going to be a celebrity, and they were right. Wow. They're like the new. They're becoming like the next iteration of the celebrity chef is the celebrity fitness instructor. Oh. I'm, I'm going to make okay. this argument, okay? okay.
4: All right. That's a good
0: point. I'll stay yeah. with you on that. I'll you can, stay and it you doesn't mean that. that you can't like, you don't have to like it, Shannon, at all. <laughs> <You> <laughs> no, I, but, it doesn't have to be on Dancing with the Stars. But that I being said, that, yeah. I'm convinced that that's how it is. I just listened to a podcast with the founders of Obey. Yes. A lot of celebrities do ads for that, like, fitness platform. Yes. And that's kind of the same thing. The people who started Obey are former talent agents for, like, CAA. Wow. And then they wanted to take these uh, their celebrity, um, you know, influence and work and then combine it with fitness and then make those people into... Stars.
1: I guess it's happened Working. before. I mean, usually it's you got to be Jane Fonda and then you end up being a, fit, That's <laughs> a fitness true. That's so now true. we just flip it the other direction. Isn't that interesting? Very so. Good Very talks, much girls. So. <laughs> yes. Thank we'll you, see Elizabeth. You. Mm-hmm. See Elizabeth on Twin
4: Cities Live today at three. And best to the nest is her podcast. Jason and Dawn, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a bachelor in science degree in applied psychology
2: now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that.
3: And it's fully online, too so it's a great option for busy, working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed.
4: The best part is that this is a degree completion program, meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years.
2: So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just
3: go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's.
1: Welcome back to the Jason and Alexa show here on MyTalk 107.1 streaming on mytalk1071.com also available in the MyTalk app download it take us everywhere that you go I'm Shannon in for Jason and Dawn here with Alexis and Kenny and um, we are going to talk about our forced movie review that we normally do we're not doing it today yes because, notes. Yeah, so I am here since Dawn and Jason are both out we're going to push that to next week so yes and I will be reviewing Audition ah. which is a
4: scary movie <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm glad you got that one I wanted to watch that
4: Yeah, I'm going to need some help too yeah. I, but we'll talk about that after we yeah, talk yeah we
1: baby. can do that and we're going to do this right now coming this weekend to the minneapolis convention center is twin cities con this is the inaugural event here in the twin cities and to help us uh, navigate everything that is going to be going on there is uh, the founder of twin cities con ben penrod hello ben
6: Hi, how's it going? Good.
1: Hi, now, I yes. just talked to Ben, because Ben was kind enough to be on my podcast, uh, Be Our Geek. So, uh, Ben, I'm really excited that you're available to talk to us and bringing all of this geekly goodness to Twin Cities Con. So, tell everybody about Thanks. what's going to be going on at the convention center.
6: Yeah, we're. Um, I'm actually at the convention center right now setting up. It opens up tomorrow and Sunday. We are going to have a... An exhibit hall full of dealers selling comic books, toys, video games, T-shirts, that kind of stuff. We've got a whole bunch of celebrities. We've got a whole bunch of artists. We've got a full schedule of uh, programming with uh, Q&As from the actors and all sorts of other uh, cool stuff. We've got contu- costume contests on Saturday and Sunday. It's just stuff nonstop Saturday and Sunday.
1: <gasps> Shannon, get your cosplay ready. Well, you know, I I do dabble in the cosplay yeah um, but the people who normally are in the contest are so much better than I am that I just like to watch and go oh my gosh I stand back in awe like <laughs> Ben when you we were talking to us on the podcast we talked about our friend T Francisco who is actually a fantastic like he does little tutorials on cosplaying on a budget and he's one of the people that you get to see this weekend so he's a big uh, he is a, quite a notable in our geek community here so go follow him <laughs> oh, and see nice. and see all of his cosplay it'll be great and, and that's one of the things i thought was most fun ben is that you were talking about how it was this blend of a variety of fandoms but it had no matter how deep you are into kind of that geek culture there's a little something for everyone right ben
6: yeah it's something for everyone you know we we are kind of uh specifically non-specific about the, <laughs> the type of fandoms that we've got you know it's a it's for everybody you know we've even our selection of celebrity actors like John Barrowman, who's been in Arrow and Doctor Who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've got Will Friedel who has been in Boy Meets World, but also in Batman Beyond. He's a, uh, you know, voice actor. He was in Kim Possible. We've got anime voice actors. We've got artists who've done comic books. We've got uh, Aaron from F in Birds, who's a, you know, very prominent social media account. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's just kind of, you know, a little bit of everything. It doesn't matter if you like, doc, uh, you know, Doctor Who, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, we're we're here for everybody.
4: Yeah. Well, this is an inaugural con here. Right. What made you decide to do it in the Twin Cities, Ben?
6: So I, um, you know, I run events in a number of different cities. I've been looking at the Twin Cities area since about 2017, I think. And, and I, you know, um, I've been hoping that we could get something done, uh, in this area. And this seemed like the right time to do it. Um, you know, there, uh, wasn't another kind of celebrity focused, you know, multi, uh, you know, multi-fandom event happening, uh, in the area. So I was like, let's, let's Let's get this done. You know, it's, uh, you know, things are opening up events are happening again. Let's do it.
1: Well, I think it's good timing as well. And, and Alexis, since you're a maker, this yeah. is another good opportunity to talk about some of our artists that are here in the Twin Cities and people that are also coming into town. Because I encourage people to go to things like Twin Cities Con and do a lot of your holiday shopping. We're rolling until October, and so yeah, you yeah, can always just yeah, you can always start doing that. We're just going to shift gift cards along, around, or you can go here and back to what we were talking earlier about supporting artists. This is a great way for you to go and do that and get something that's a little more memorable, a little more special for the people that are out there that you care about.
4: Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Also, too, it looks like there's going to be a vaccine clinic, too, on Sunday. Is that right?
6: Yes, absolutely. So um, we, are, we are partnering, partnering with the uh, Minnesota Department of Health uh, to do a vaccine clinic uh along with the con on Sunday from 11am to 2pm I believe uh, so you can come in and get vaccinated at the con if you're not already vaccinated and I think that uh, getting vaccinated is super important uh, as an a you know somebody whose entire livelihood is based on events the past year has been awful for people who work in the event industry and I feel like getting vaccinated is the number one key to getting all these events back going whether it's uh, Comic Con like this or a concert, the, uh, you know, stage shows, WWE at the arenas, everybody, you know, everybody had to go on hold for, for a year and then, you know, we're back, but I think staying back. We got to get vaccinated,
1: Ben. One of the things we talked about when you're on the podcast is how you know there's certain people, and I think that what we do here at the radio station and think it counts as a cool job. So you have a cool job, Ben. I, the the fact that you're going around, you yeah. hang out with us. And one of the things we could also relate to is that even though you have a cool job, your kids don't think you're cool.
6: Well, no, <laughs> you're a you dad? Know, <laughs> they've they've met so many celebrities, and they don't care. Yeah, you know, they're like, <laughs> think, you know. <laughs> Even like celebrities that they know and and watch their TV shows, they're just kind of like, "Hey, what's up?" Like they just like somebody that dad knows their work. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh,
1: well, uh, oh. we think you're cool, even though yes. your kids do not, and so we can't <laughs> wait to see you at Twin Cities Con. You know, people can get their passes by going to TwinCitiesCon.com, right?
6: Yes, TwinCitiesCon.com. There's a you know big link that says "Get Tickets."
1: Yeah, well, we're glad you're here in the Twin Cities. We're going to have a lot of fun this weekend. And, Kenny, this is your chance to go down and see some legitimate cosplayers, and uh, you can see what you like.
5: It sounds like a fun spectating event.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
4: It
5: really is.
4: Yes, well, hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll get out there. So it's uh, tomorrow from 10 to 6, and then Sunday from 10 to 4. We'll put links up at MyTalk1071.com. Ben, thank you so much for joining us.
6: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
4: Get your
1: geek and nerd on. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) All right, take care. Oh. He's so sweet. I'm so glad he was bringing that here. I told you. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he's like, okay, I'm going to put this together because these things are a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
4: Let me just uh, say goodbye to him real quick and then I have to tell you something funny.
1: Okay.
5: So the reason I enjoy the State Fair so much yes. is um, because it's a natural environment for cosplay. Okay. You know what I mean? Not on purpose. That's what you accidental. Call it. <laughs> right. But you kind of got to be careful about your gawking, right? You can't just openly point and go, yeah. oh, my God. Don't
1: you know how to but do what, it on the low? You
4: take a picture uh, well, of a friend,
5: not without, put, <laughs> not without putting your hand in front of your face and going, "Hey, check that guy out." You just
1: kind of look down and you just kind of point with your elbow. Is what you do? You point with your elbow, <clears throat> Kenny, and you're like, "Like." And look what over I'm there.
5: trying to learn, Shannon, <laughs> mm-hmm. is how to take a photo without. Showing that I'm taking a photo You know being really sly about it Like faking that I'm that looking at That looks worse phone. You just pretend that you're taking But I'm actually trying to take You, you look like you're taking a picture
1: of a landmark And then you just kind of swing past <laughs> And right. photo right. Of the I'm giving away all friends. my secrets You go with the friend
5: and go I've smile been, <laughs> I've been busted before doing that Where I'm I'm, you know Kind of acting like I'm just looking at my phone But I'm taking a picture And the person on. in the picture is looking right at you <laughs> You're taking a picture of me aren't you You know what I should be $20 Exactly
1: Exactly. I'm like, I'll (laughs) autograph it for
5: you. with the con thing, you can just go and take pictures of people you right at them, and they love it. That's a lot of what yeah. I do,
1: is I sit there and yeah. I go, okay, can I take a photo with you, and you'll see it through all my timeline, because yeah. I'm more of the interesting yeah. on-theme t-shirt type person, like today I have one on with a unicorn. That's <laughs> that's how I roll, but I do have friends that are fantastic at it, and I I dabble amazing. I dabble every once in a while, like I have a closet full of, when in doubt she could show up as a Star Trek character, or, she's, uh, you know, or, or there's her storm costume, I have those things but I have friends that are fantastic fantastic yes. so okay, okay here's do you have the time thing. for your story um
4: okay I Let's come back with that. Something fun happened, so we talked to Ben, Twin Cities Con. Yes, but we tried to get someone else. But I want to tell you the story oh, about what happened because we were trying to surprise you. But I mean, Ben was great. So. Okay, so
1: we will do that as that we wrap. So everybody, you're listening to the Jason and Alexis Show. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Alexis and Kenny. We'll be right back here on My Talk 107.1. Sorry, I thank you for joining us for cry. the Jason and Alexis Show here on My Talk 107.1. Like like I'm you Shannon. In me. for the vacationing, Don and Jason Matheson here with us. Uh, my good friend Alexis and uh, Kenny hey, is girl, with hey. us, rolling into the weekend. Woo, woo, Friday, so, yeah. So one of the things—it's going to be a busy weekend. So I am yeah. going to stop by. We just had our guest, the co-founder. I mean, the founder of Twin Cities Con that's going on at the convention center. Yep. I'm also doing a road trip with my friend Tiffany. We're going to Duluth real quick, but we'll be back on Sunday. You got shows so, tonight and yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, okay. so tonight and tomorrow. Awesome. So, uh, so I'm going to end up hanging out with some geek friends on on Sunday after I do our, our show here at, at my talk. So nice. Yeah, if, if you're notice, an antique
4: but, or if you're Junker, mm-hmm. the Antique Spectacular is at the in, the uh, State Fairgrounds. Too. Oh, wonderful!
1: It's going to be a busy weekend. So much. Okay, so okay. so now, am I going to okay. be sad? No, 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 no. This is okay. a
4: really sweet story. Okay, so we just had Ben on, he, yeah, founder of Twin Cities Con, and initially uh, you had asked because there's some speci- specific uh, voice People. artists
1: that you that
4: you like, yes, um, including John Barrowman. Yes. Okay, so John so, Barrowman, who
1: I know a ton about.
4: Okay. Okay. Well, I put a specific request in because I was like, "Oh, we're going to surprise Shannon. (laughs) She's going to get her, oh, this will be great. This will be great. Um, But unfortunately, we heard he couldn't, Come on our show because he's traveling with his elderly parents. Oh, so he's going to be preoccupied getting them organized and out the door. So um, he he gets a pass for that. But I thought that was really sweet sweet to pass on to you because we did try. But
1: well, because I'm a a, a wide variety nerd. But I mean, who is this? So John Barrowman. So first of all, he played a character named Captain Jack Harkness in Doctor Who. Then he played (gasps) this character on his own in Torchwood. Okay. I like John Barrowman so much that a few years ago, I introduced James Marsters, who we know from a lot of stuff, including Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Stay with me, everyone. Okay, I know it's complicated. But when I interviewed James Marsters, who was also on Torchwood, I told James, I said, part of the reason why I think that you're so amazing is not only are you a wonderful actor, but you got to make out with two people. That I am super jealous that you got to make out with, and oh. I said Sarah Michelle Geller, because he I made out with her on Buffy, Buffy? and John Barrowman because he made out with them on Torchwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So, have you talked to? Barrowman I haven't talked about to this? Barrowman. No, because I've never <laughs> interviewed him, and oh, I well, know we'll his him nef- this I know his nephew because his nephew is a comedian that used to be based here in the Twin Cities. And oh. so when you would watch like documentaries Ooh. about John Barrowman, there's a documentary where his nephew, who I knew was in there. And so I've just been like near miss John Barrowman was. So, so it's kind of the universe saying he doesn't want to hear your nonsense story because they're creepy lady.
4: And so, <laughs> well, this weekend you can just go meet him and just so tell him tell you all about himself. I've
1: said some things about you that I probably got back to you. <laughs> it's
4: so Shannon, creepy. oh, my parents are, they need my help. Exactly. I got to take care of some things. <laughs> Can somebody
1: please get this get them lady organized? Get this lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I think that's the thing about um, most of these cons is that when you do meet someone the like that, you know, because you've been to a lot of our really yeah. uh, our, our local cons. Yeah, we're, we're usually so there. Nice. And
4: it's just it's so it's my they're my favorite events. Right.
1: It's just so fun to be able to see people who really get to showcase something that's important to them like that, which is what these cons are.
4: And you don't feel weird either because there's no. a lot of things that I just am like who are you? Like, well, what? What are you dressed up as? Right. And they're not just like snobby about it. They they're like, want to tell you,
1: and y- usually be if a part I, of I don't it. know who somebody is, they're a video game character. Oh, okay. Because that's not my fandom. So I'm just like, so what's that? I'm so and so from Kingdom Hearts. Okay, sweet. Okay, that all makes sense. You know. Yeah. And, but I do like when they tell you because I'm like, that's awesome. What is it? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I just, you know, at some
4: point, you just have to not care. You're just like, wow, the, you look cool. It's still okay. impressive.
1: And it's, I like sometimes, it, it, it's even more charming where you see somebody who does a really good job of dressing up as something that's your fandom, where you're like, oh, I watched this show, and you make a great X, Y, or Z. That's so fun. You know, I just love, I just light up when I see people that are good at that. And it's some show that I'm like, oh, I didn't know other people watch this to the point that they would cosplay it yeah that is super fun so i mean i i want to cosplay kenny and go to the next uh,
4: con with you okay uh, what should kenny dress up what's what mm. fandom zelda oh i was can't.
5: accused of cosplay yesterday when i wore bib overalls. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah he did and the straw
1: hat he had it already <laughs> okay all right that makes sense that makes sense hey, we can so find I'm something up like on- that
5: I'm reading up on Barrowman, uh, born in Scotland, lived there the first eight years of his life. Uh, his family relocated. He, mm-hmm. They lived in Joliet. And and isn't this the way kids are? Kids made fun of his Scottish accent, so he learned to speak with an, a, a general American so
1: accent. So you never know. And he's so versatile oh. because he's also a very, very... Wonderful singer, like Broadway style, like the London version of that. So he's yeah, been in a ton yeah. of musicals and won awards for that. And they had a series, I told you I know a lot about this dude. So <laughs> they had a series of uh, musical based reality shows that yeah. all had Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals and John Barrowman was one of the judges on this show. So if you want to watch a show where they're trying to pick who's going to be the next person in Jesus Christ, not Jesus Christ Super, um, uh, they did one uh, uh, on Joseph the Amazing Technicolor coat called Any Dream Will Do, and he was the celebrity judge for that. Or Who's Gonna Be Maria in Sound of oh, Music, he and he was the celebrity for judge for that. And it was just oh. so fun to watch him talk about all of these things as well. So, oh yeah, I was like, I have things. Yeah. That I was would- <laughs> like, How much? What should I bring to have him sign? Exactly.
4: <laughs> like, of the pile of stuff.
1: Fandom. Here is my Jason, my, uh, my Joseph the Amazing Technicolor coat CD. Will you please. <laughs> Signed this thing. Let me blow the dust off. Mr. You- <laughs> and by the way, I know your nephew because that's not creepy to say to somebody.
4: And <laughs> I want to make out with you. And
1: I want to make out with you. Because then vicariously, I'm also making out with these other people because that's not gross at all to say that to a human being. Not gross at all. So... <laughs> That's the hardest part, I that think, of be what we do. You ask him that? Okay, and Alexa would be like, She really said that out loud. I thought that was her internal monologue, and then you remembered who you're friends with. Oh. And you d- go That's no, why I love you. She, Shannon does not have an internal monologue. She just blah <laughs> and said it with a smile, and it didn't seem creepy, and there were people around, so at least they could document it if for some reason he disappears.
4: Right. So you can get away with things. You just say it and then you'll smile and you just go move, <laughs> move it right along. I mean, uh, that's what right. all three of us do. And
1: it just works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kenny's Legitimately offered (laughs) to like go and capture Lizzo and put him on, and you know, in the back of his barn. And we're like totally normal thing to say. Do it. You, okay. you need a drive okay. away uh, a driver. I, we got you. Kenny. We'll get her and bring her to I, the ha- middle of nowhere.
5: I have to admit something. Huh. I did what you said with Kristen Wiig. Yes. Yeah, um, she played on a, she, when she was still on Saturday Night Live and Bridesmaids was about to come out. So she's doing the tour. Yes. She was in the building on the Monday, and on that Saturday night, Helen Mirren had been on SNL, and there was a skit about Helen Mirren's bosoms. Huh. We're all. All the female, um, all the female players on SNL grabbed Her- Helen Mirren's bosoms as good luck. Right? Yes. Yeah. So on Monday, when I met Kristen Wig, I said to her, and I shook her hand, I said, I just wanted to touch the hand that touched Helen Mirren's bosom.
1: And I'm not and she mad if you wanted to do the same she, thing.
5: She goes, oh, that's creepy, and started laughing, and then gave me a hug. I so would have done was, that as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Kindred spirits. Oh, we love you more if that was even possible, Kenny. Yes, <laughs> and we love all of you out yes. there in my talk land. We will be back here on Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy all weekend long. Thanks, Shannon. You be
4: you. Have a great day, everyone. We love you. Bye for now. It's over. Donna Sieb up next. Day.